the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you're stressed out to the point of high anxiety and depression, you're probably trying to manage God's business your way. Join us today as Pastor Rander starts a teaching series designed to help us see life through God's eyes. The series is titled, How to Have Victory Over Depression, and will draw on scriptures in the books of Exodus, 1 Kings, Jonah, and many more. Now let's listen in. Since the terrorist attack on on America, September 11th, 2001, Many in our society, young and old, Christians and non-Christians alike, have been experiencing bouts with depression. Witnessing the loss of thousands of lives, the fact that our country is now engaged in a type of war we've not fought before, the new threat of bioterrorism and a surge in company layoffs all have brought about depression upon many And hopefully this message can serve as a source of encouragement to jumpstart your life and give you the spiritual boost you need to live life filled with productivity and purpose. In these four particular passages that I've just read and noted to you, there are four men in particular that we like to focus in on. The first one was Moses. The second, Elijah. The third, David and Jonah. And they all had something in common. They all had their moments with depression. They all had depression. They were God's choice men chosen to to carry out particular divine assignments. And they were greatly used of God. But even that, they had their moments with depression. Let's focus in on the lives of these men of God who struggle with depression. Let's look at Moses. In Exodus chapter 18, verses 13 through 24, in Exodus 18, 13 through 24, depression comes upon Moses as he was overwhelmed with the pressures of leadership. Now physically, there's a physical aspect, an emotional aspect, and a spiritual aspect to Moses' life and depression. Physically, he did not know how to delegate. He took everything upon himself, that old great soldier, Moses, that great prophet of God, wore himself out because of lack of delegation. Emotionally, he he felt inferior to the task. Uh, The burden of leading the people appeared too big for him. It was a mammoth task trying to lead approximately 2.5 million people from Egypt to Yonder's promised land. Spiritually, 
Moses was so overcome by the burden of these people. He allowed his frustration over rebellious Israel to get the best of him and to cause him to shift his focus away from God and even miss the promised land. He was so frustrated over rebellious Israel that even when God told him to speak to the rock, he struck the rock, feeling God's glory out of frustration over rebellious Israel and missed the promised land. Let me tell yourself, folk will mess you up. <laughs> Elijah in 1 Kings 19 1 through 4 and 9 through 10 we have the account of Elijah. Elijah runs from Jezebel after just experiencing a tremendous victory on Mount Carmel. It brought upon depression physically, emotionally and spiritually. Physically, Elijah was exhausted. His adrenaline had been pumping so hard and for so long he was depleted of all of his energy. Emotionally, that great prophet of God, Elijah, feared for his life. Spiritually, his fear of Jezebel overshadowed his faith in God. And when fear transcends your faith, beloved, you are headed for depression. It's amazing how he can stand up to 450 prophets of Baal, contest on Mount Carmel, and fire falls at his command because of his being with God. And he, he wins the victory and then runs from one woman who was out to take his life because of his slaying 450 prophets. He said, this time tomorrow you're going to be dead, Elijah. Elijah takes his tail and runs. How in the world can he stand up to 450 prophets of Baal and run from one old woman? Depression will make you do that. And when you put fear over your faith, you run. You will run. Moses, Elijah, let's look at the sweet summits of Israel. David. David in Psalm 69, verses 16 through 20. In that particular passage, David, in a, in a state of depression, he hides in the wilderness from murderous Saul, who was out to take his life. Now, looking at David's life physically, emotionally, and spiritually, physically, David was worn out from running and searching for food and shelter. There was no H-E-B back then. Emotionally, David described himself as brokenhearted. You know, some depressed people are brokenhearted. Their heart's been broken, broken to the point of depression. You ever been brokenhearted? Been hurt? Have you ever been wounded? I mean, the passage says in verse twenty, brokenhearted, and it says he was full of heaviness. In verse twenty, have your heart, have you, has your heart ever been heavy? Depression is having a heavy heart. A heavy heart. And it, it was so heavy that, that he was throwing himself a pretty good pity party. He was full of self-pity and he wanted someone to join in on his pity, but he found no one. And then the spiritual aspect to David's life is he waited on God for deliverance. He pleaded for God for answers and a rescue. And God did come. God is never late nor early. 
Amen. Don't you know he's on time, God? <laughs> he's on time, y'all. God knows what he's doing. He's sovereign. And then I can just preach on all of them, but I got to move on. You know? Then you have Brother Jonah. In Jonah chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, Jonah was so depressed, he wanted to die after salvation of Nineveh. He wanted to die. Physically, Jonah was exhausted after a fish ride for three days and three nights in fish, fat, and seaweed. What a combination. God told him to go to Nineveh. He decides to go the other way, goes to Tarshish. God said, you're not getting there. <laughs> I'm in charge here. Amen. Son of fish, taxi cab, swallows him up, stay there until Jonah gets converted. <laughs> Takes him out, vomit him out, in fish vomit. Now he said, go preach. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. Physically, he was exhausted after that ride. I would too, wouldn't you? I, now, I believe that because the Bible says so. I don't wonder about the Bible. I believe, I believe every word and the space in between. Emotionally, Jonah was torn between the need to obey God and resentment of God's salvation for such a heathen people. In other words, he said, God, how can you say those old pagans? They, they don't deserve to be saved. I mean, but God's to do what he wants to do. And he should have been, and he should he forgot about himself. He should have asked the question, God, how did you save me? Well, how did he save me? Spiritually, Jonah was angry toward God because of God's mercy toward Nineveh. Jonah preaches, revival breaks out, the, the king gets out and put, uh, puts off his raw robe, gets in sackcloth and ashes, and, and, and leads the people. In brokenness and revival and folk getting saved and rejoicing and here old Jonah is pouting. Amen. Amen. Got some Jonas in here. Folk are happy and shouting. There you are coming here with rocks in your jaws. All the Jonas not gone. Are you so upset that you can't pray? Oh, you got, do you have the spirit of Jonah that you're so mad at what? Now that we ought to have a righteous indignation because what they did was just wrong as it could be. And there's some things you ought to make you angry. That made me angry. Amen. Amen. Not to, not to the point that I sin, and not to the point that I won't pray. When you get when you get so angry, you can't pray. You too angry. You too angry. You too mad. Too mad to pray. Oh, John, John was too mad to pray. Too mad to pray. He was so upset and depressed until he said in the passage, Lord, I want to die. He became suicidal. Too many of God's saints can't deliver an effective witness to others because they're too stressed out and depressed. Listen in today as Pastor Rander continues the series, How to Have Victory Over Depression. He'll be teaching from several books of the Bible, so get your pens handy. Now let's hear God's Word. What is depression? Depression is a temporary mental state or chronic mental disorder characterized by feelings of being low in spirit. And I'll stop right here for a moment. There's a lot of writing, so if you can't write it all, there will be tapes, okay? <laughs> 
What is depression? Depression is a temporary mental state of chronic mental disorder characterized by feelings of being low in spirit. It's you, you, low. Uh, it's being gloomy. You, you're here, but you're despairing. Those who are depressed are filled with discouragement. It is to be saddened. It is to have a spirit of melancholy. Now, it is not my intention to delve into clinical psychology, clinical depression, such as hypomanic episodes or bipolar disorders. I'm not here to talk about all that. Today, I just come to give a word of encouragement to those who are experiencing situational depression or just the old downright blues. And you'll be quite surprised. The very people who look well, they, oh, they dress well. They speak well. The very ones struggling with depression. Now, oh yeah, you might see the smile on the face, and um, and they might look the part, but on the inside, they feel low inside. They're down. Their faces are not depicting what's in the heart. Let me first dispel some myths about depression. Uh, dispel some myths about depression. The first myth, myth is this. Number one, it is wrong for Christians ever to be depressed. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Now, I don't want to make you lie, but every one of you, any under my voice, to some degree or another, have had your moments of depression. Mm-hmm. That's right. Christian, what do you... Moses got depressed. Jonah, depressed. David depressed. Elijah depressed. I got news for you. I ain't never been depressed. Well, Jesus even got depressed. And you're not gone. Remember he was so uh, just wore out and frustrated and tucking out over Israel and the rebellion of your heart. I think he was down and low. He came unto his own and his own received him. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How I wish I could have gathered you under my Wings. The God man wept. He had his moments, even in his humanity, being God. The second myth is depression always results from sin. The, look, if you, you are depressed because you've sinned, shut up saying that. Now, that could be the truth, but not always. Just because you're depressed don't mean you've committed some gross sin. Now, sin can lead to depression, and I'll talk about that later. But you can't automatically assume that. You can live well, well, read your Bible, do it right, and still end up depressed. Thirdly, depression always comes from a lack of faith. If you had some more faith to move mountains, then you wouldn't be depressed. No, Moses had good faith. I mean, God told him to put that cane down, turn it to a snake. He said, pick it up. Now, you know that snake, you take faith to pick up a snake. <laughs> picked it up y'all wouldn't have picked it up <laughs> and yet he had his moments Elijah stands up to 450 prophets and then runs from one woman letting his fear override his faith ends up depressed great man of God spoke and fire came down yet he had his moments David slew Goliath, yet he runs from murderous soul in depression. So you can be a giant in the faith, Mr. Who, 
and Mrs. Who in the faith still have your moments. Anybody with me? Fourthly, listen, having a close walk with the Lord exempts me from depression. You're not close. Listen, you can be close to God. I heard, I saw some folks saying, been, been serving God over 40 years. And if you talk to them, say, have you ever been depressed? Some of them say, listen, I just came out of war. <laughs> Satan don't care about your 40 years. Won't y'all say amen? He said, yeah, I want to do a job on you because you've been 40 years in Christ. Possible causes for depression. I'm moving rapidly. Possible causes for depression. Listen. He said, what causes this thing? Uh, number one, living consistently with high levels of stress until it gets the best of you. As in the case of Moses. Moses was so stressed out and maxed out uh, until uh, the burden of his task led to depression. And you know why some of y'all depressed? You got too much on your plate. Let me tell you something. You are not omnipotent. You're not omnipresent. Amen. Don't you say amen? And you're not, you're not omniscient. You're not all-knowing. You can't be everywhere. You are limited. You are finite. And some of you are allowing people to put agenda on you that God hadn't put on you. Man don't know how much you can bear. God does. And the reason you all tore up is because you're people pleaser. You don't even have enough spiritual sense to say no. No wonder you messed up. Number two, dwelling on failures are some past terrible experience from the past. Dwelling on failures or some terrible experiences from your past can bring about depression. I mean, now if some come up that God has not dealt with and you need it under blood, maybe the Spirit has brought that up so you can get that cleaned up so you can live life to the maximum of your potential. But in others of you, there are things in your life, some skeletons that you've already dealt with under the blood and you're forgiven. And Satan will bring that thing up but let me tell you something. When Satan reminds you of your past, you remind that devil of, of his future. Thirdly, experiencing a significant loss can bring about depression. Losses can bring about depression. The loss of a friendship, longtime friends, and you break up. Uh, divorce and separation. You talk to somebody that just came out of divorce or separation. It brings about depression. Loss of a job can do it. Even a loss of a pet. A missed opportunity. There was an opportunity there. You let it pass. Now you're full of regrets and you're down about it. Your health can bring about depression. I mean, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's arthritis. It's your heart. It's migraines. It's blood pressure. It's arthritis. Uncle Arthur. It's, it's all these. And some of you, one pill, take this pill this time and that pill then and take two here. We'll take this with meal. You can take this anytime. You wake up with pills. You go to bed with pills and you take pills in between. You know, you can do, sometimes don't you just want to flush them all down the toilet? I mean, you're just tired of pills. And your health can bring about it. Depression. Then loss of freedom. Jesus died to set you free. And then you re-enslave yourself through the spirit of anger. And anger can lead to depression, as in the case of Jonah. Unforgiving spirit, you re-enslave re yourself with an unforgiving spirit because you won't forgive, even you may have been wronged. But God has never authorized you to hold it to the point that you smother your life. Some of you have re-enslaved yourself to drugs. Drugs. You're messing with stuff in secret places. You know, some folks, you never dreamt would be on drugs or on it. Some folk, in, some folk are, are on alcohol. 
alcohol. Oh, I took that first drink. Remember? I took that. Oh, I can handle it. No, there's nothing wrong with taking a drink. But what happened? Now you can't do without it. Mm -hmm. uh, pornography can lead to depression. Trying to hide it, put it in a secret place. That's depressing right there. Just trying to <laughs> keep folk from knowing. But don't you know what's done in secret will be shouted from the rooftop? Don't you know scripture says, no, be sure your sins will find you out. Don't you know you can, you can get by, but you won't get away? Don't you know Jesus see everything you do and what's hid where? Don't, he, don't you know he knows what you're logging in on? Did I say that? <laughs> Bring about depression. A cause for depression. Listen, living with a great deal of criticism and demands with little support brings about depression. I mean, you feel like you're always being criticized. No one appreciates you. You have more demands. It seems like you're, you're handling the whole load. There are some parents, there are some wives, some mothers. Feel like you got the whole load. Some of them don't do nothing. Just sitting and hold a TV. She's washing, got one baby on one hip. <laughs> trying to iron and cook. And he's asking, honey, when is it ready? <laughs> that brings about oppression on the wife. Why, why, why won't y'all say amen? I'm trying to help you. You're too quiet. Then the other side of that, uh oh, <laughs> yeah. And men work all day. Well, she said, I work all day too. And she does. She does. But still, if you got a man bring Sarah home, won't gamble it off, and come home and treat you right, not cussing you out, beating you around, abusing you, don't nag him. A nagging wife, man, he'd rather be on the rooftop. <laughs> it brings about depression. Give him a break. Amen. Let him have his space too. So it's two sides of that coin. Amen? Amen? Let me move on before I get in trouble. <laughs> All right? What causes depression? Listen, not having, not having your departed loved ones to share the holidays. We know Thanksgiving is next weekend and Christmas is shortly after that. And, you know, and when people many times ought to be the happiest and most joyful, many times that can be the most depressing time because that loved one that they've loved so much is no longer there to share Christmas or Thanksgiving or anniversary or birthday. And instead of being uh, saying joy to the world, they are feeling the blues. Some of you are depressed. Listen to this now. Listen to me closely. And I believe you already are. Y'all going to walk with me? Amen. Some of you are depressed because of a lack of progress in your life. You're 40 years old now. You have nothing to show for it. Some of you are 50, 60. You, look around, you got kids doing more than you. I mean, it seems like you take one step forward and two backwards. And now all you can see is blasted hopes, shattered dreams, missed opportunities, which has led you to a state of depression. You, you don't have the skills you think you ought to have. You don't have the degree you thought you should have had. You, you don't have the goals achieved that you thought you should have had. And when you look at all the missed opportunities and decisions perhaps you made back when you were 20, 21, and you look at yourself now in light of where you are, you just get out of it. Then you have biological and chemical depression. Biological and chemical depression. In other words, you're suffering because of, of biological changes. You don't look the way you used to look. You don't have as much hair like me as you used to have. You know, you, once upon a time, I did have hair. Some of y'all seen pictures. You know what? The Bible is true. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. 
Amen. Blessed be. And all God's children say it? All right. That's right. This time you can see well. There was a time when you didn't have dentures. You didn't have hearing aids. There was a time you used to run. Now you can barely get up. You're aching. That's right. You feel everything now. You can get up and move. And it's like a spring chicken. But now you, every effort you grunt. We were down there praying on our knees earlier today, and I heard grunting just getting off knees. I said, can't y'all get up? <laughs> Biological chemical <laughs> changes. Bring about the changes of life, seasons of life. Your body needs medical attention. And the older you get, you better begin some physicals. And some of these kind of things, they don't need physical are quite humiliating, but go and get humiliated. It's a matter of life and death. Men, you better let your you know men are bad about. I ain't going there. Ain't nothing wrong. That was just a little spell. You better spell yourself on to the doctor. Amen. (laughs) Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Hello, I'm Pastor Draper. Thank you for tuning in to the Maranatha broadcast heard each weekday at 5 p.m. on KSLR. As we approach the end of the year, it is my prayer that this radio ministry has been a tremendous source of blessing and encouragement to you. If you have been blessed by these messages and would like to support this radio ministry by making a year-end tax-deductible contribution, please make your checks payable to Maranatha Bible Church and mail it postmarked by December 31st to 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.